to this week's podcast. You're here with Caroline Lanatelli, Julia Grishas, and Anne Slayball. This week, we'll be talking about how religion builds Jane's character throughout the novel. Oh my gosh, you won't believe what Jane Eyre posted on Instagram. What? We'll have to see when we come back from the break. Welcome back. So a few minutes ago, I see that Jane posted on Instagram a photo of her and Helen at Lovewood with a caption, hashtag throwback Thursday to me and Helen. Oh, that's so cute. Helen's such a saint. I loved her. I mean, let's be real. She really just sent Jane on a path towards God. Yeah, and Helen was the first one to introduce religion to Jane truly, and she just set her life in the place with God. And Jane knew when Helen died. Jane knew when Helen died that she would be able to continue living out her faith. When Helen died, I thought it was really beautiful that she showed Jane not to be scared of dying because you're just going um, to your eternal home. Yeah, I was so strong of Jane to accept the fact that Helen's just going to heaven and she'll meet her there one day. Definitely. So I just logged into Jane's DMs and I scrolled back pretty far and I found a DM between her and Mr. Brocklehurst. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he was interrogating her about the way that she worships God and what she does for her faith. Oh, listen to this conversation. Do you say your prayers night and morning? Yes, sir. Do you read the Bible? Sometimes. With pleasure? Are you fond of it? I like Revelations and the book of Daniel and Genesis and Samuel and a little bit of Exodus and parts of Kings and Chronicles and Job and Jonah and the Psalms. I hope you like them. No, sir. Oh, shocking. I have a little boy younger than you who knows six Psalms by heart. How rude. He's literally so rude to Jane. And Jane's like replying so kindly. He's like tearing her apart. Oh my gosh, get this. It gets worse. Mr. Brocklehurst says, do you know where the wicked go after death? They go to hell, was Jane's response. And what is hell? A pit full of fire. And you should like to fall in that pit full of fire and be burned there forever? No, sir. Oh my gosh, his beliefs are so radical. Like, you can't even enjoy, like, the real, like, values of Christianity. Yeah, he's so strict about everything religious that you can't even see the true meaning of God. Tune in next time we investigate Jane's DMs. Oh, looky here, and another post from Sinjin in India saying, hashtag can't believe at Jane Eyre didn't come with me. Shade. It's actually, it's, it annoys me a little bit because I feel like you don't have to go, you don't have to go as far as to go to India with like the little, with the poor um, children that need help. I mean, it's, of course they need help and it's important that we help them who are more, like um, Mr. Rivers is more fortunate than them, and it's important that he helps them. But you don't to go to heaven. You don't have to do that. Yeah, like his premise behind like wanting to go to India is like wanting Jane, like thinking that it was God's like calling, which it could have been, but like he also it just, just wasn't for her. Yeah, I mean, like and Jane and like Mr. and Sinjin, Mr. Rivers, like asked Jane to go with him, not because he wanted her to go with him for like. Because they're friends and they're cousins, I guess, now that we, like, learned that. And that because he wants her to be a clergyman's wife. Like, he says it's her religious duty for him to He's, go. Her yeah, and Sinjin is, like, claiming Jane must marry him 
because it's her like religious duty and he says that Sinjin can't marry Miss Elliot Miss Oliver, sorry, because it's his like he can't have he can't marry someone that he loves. He needs to marry someone like Jane, who he doesn't love, just because he thinks it's their religious duty. Yeah, he's like I remember he literally says, he says, I don't like he's like, I don't like the side of me that loves, like this is why I want to be a clergyman because I just want to like marry someone and like who will be fit for a clergyman's wife. Exactly. Like Jane's Jane's views of religion to Sinjin's views are like completely opposite. Yeah. And Jane, I think I think Jane like shows her religion in different ways. Like she she taught at school, she taught children, mm-hmm. but like yeah. she actually she made that them. she made it her job and she 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 did that, but she didn't move. Like she got she got paid. Like Sinjin is guilting is making her feel guilty. Sinjin is making Jane feel bad that she didn't do that, but maybe that's maybe that's what God wanted Sinjin to do. But that it's just mean not that's what God wanted Jane to do. Okay, this has been the inside on Mr. Rivers Post. Welcome back. While we were on break, we were discussing a little bit more of Sinjin's life. And then we, we started discussing Jane's life and how she devotes herself to God by living plainly. Yeah, Jane started out her life like at um at Lowood and she like would wake up and she'd wash her face, do school like one class at a time, same order every day, like have playtime and then go to sleep. Like she just like the order in her life just made her so plain. She was like like forced to like live plainly. Like yeah. she didn't have a choice basically. Yeah. And then later on in her life, when she a good example that I was thinking about was how when she was going to almost gonna marry Mr. Rochester, didn't, but almost was. She um she he offered to give to give her like a nice big fancy dress and like a bunch of really gorgeous oh, yeah. jewels. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want that because she didn't feel like that was her. And she yeah, didn't want yeah. and she doesn't think that she needs that. Yeah, I like completely a good life. She like doesn't like to live an extravagant life. Like like us, for example, like we would like like if a if a if a man like offered to buy me like jewels and diamonds, I'd be like, of course. But right. she's like, I don't like this. You're changing she, my personality. Yeah. Like we still like, we obviously are still worship God, but we like we still get our nails done. Yeah, so we still I think that do Jane, things that she wouldn't do. Jane thinks that by worshiping God and being religious, she needs to like minimize what she has. I mean, it's almost like she has something to prove by being plain. Like she has to prove her religion by like living plainly, which isn't yeah. the case. Like yeah, that is really. I feel like that just sums up how she shows her religious beliefs. Yeah. yeah. And then when she goes on to the rivers at Morehouse, she lives so plainly by like teaching those kids, like those poor children, and she realizes that like her life like is like really plain. Mm-hmm. Overall, throughout the novel, we think that when Jane, the passage where Jane is praying and like deciding what to do is really powerful. Jane says, I mounted to my chamber, locked myself in, and fell on my knees and prayed in my way, a different way than Sinjin, but effective in its own fashion. I seemed to penetrate very near a mighty spirit. I rose from the thanksgiving, took resolve, and lay down, unscared, unenlightened, eager but for the daylight. So we think that this is really important because it shows a few key points that we talked about. First, it shows that Jane knows that she prays differently than Sinjin. But it's still, um, even though she prays differently, she still, God still helps her either way. 
And also it shows that um, after talking to God, Jane really felt enlightened and she felt that she could conquer what was coming what was coming to her and it really helped her deal with her situation with Mr. Rochester. Yeah, I like how it shows how Jane prays differently than um Sinjin, even though they both like get to God like in their different ways, probably like Jane more than Sinjin would. But this is like a really like important passage, I think, because it basically like sums up everything that we've been talking about and like throughout the novel, like religion, how Jane like finds it differently than others. Um, prayer is definitely like a guiding spirit for Jane. Like every decision she makes in her life is like based on of prayer. And I think that um, this is this the, this passage's place in the novel is really important because this is right when she kind of decides to like make a huge change in her life. And then we kind of the book kind of ends on that huge change when she goes back to Mr. Rochester. Yeah, like this passage is like so like inspiring because like it's like God like speaking to her how she can like like what she should do and what her decision is. Thanks for listening. We're your hosts, Dan Slayball, Julia Grishes, and Caroline Telly. Tune in next week. Bye.